We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fabulous friends. You know, I would imagine most of us want to know that our loved ones still exist after they drop their physical bodies and that we could continue these relationships after they've gone to another frequency. In addition to this, I would also like to know for sure that I have guides, angels, and spirit on my side. I've had some great conversations with beings from the angelic realm with the help of some gifted mediums and psychics, and this has given me great information as well as solace, peace, and joy. But what I think may be even better than this is the ability to have these conversations and relationships without the help of an intermediary. So can we do this? Is this some sort of special gift and talent meant for a select few? Or do we all have an ability to access other dimensions, download high-minded wisdom, and tap into otherworldly support? Well, this is the very interesting subject we're going to be addressing and exploring today. We're so fortunate to have with us Rebecca Rosen. For more than a decade, Rebecca has served as an ambassador between the spirit world and our day-to-day world, relaying wisdom and insight from angels, guides, and those who have passed on to people here on earth seeking answers in the here and now. The work she has done has led Rebecca to writing two internationally best-selling books, one called Spirited and the other one called Awaken the Spirit Within. She's had the privilege of appearing on many television and radio programs, including the Dr. Oz Show, an E! News special, Fox & Friends, Dr. Phil, Entertainment Tonight Extra, Nightline, The Rachel Ray Show, and even her own show called The Last Goodbye. Now, Rebecca travels the country empowering people to take charge of their own happiness by communicating messages, inspiration, and insight from what she refers to as Team Spirit. So, Rebecca, thank you so much for saying yes to our conversation today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I just read your books cover to cover. I was on the plane a lot and on vacation. And, oh, my gosh, I I love love your book, Spirited, so much. I just just couldn't put it down. There's so much good information here. So, first of all, I'd like you to just share a little bit of your personal history and why you wrote this book. Absolutely. You know, this book, I feel like, well, all my work has been channeled through me. And, you know, the way this all began for me was almost 20 years ago. I was in um, college at the time. And for the first 20 years of my life, I had no conscious awareness that I had this um, very intuitive ability. And I love how you mentioned that, you know, all of us can do this for ourselves because I do feel um, that is part of my mission and purpose is to show people that we don't need to go outside of ourselves. So we have all the answers um, and tools that we need within us. And so when this began for me, I was back in college and I was going through a very difficult time and um, we could call it a depression. And I started self-medicating with food. In my family, the drug of choice was always food. Um, Growing up Jewish, that's what your mom did. They fed you. And so, unfortunately, I tried to stuff down all my feelings. Um, In the middle of the night, I would start sleepwalking, and it was called sleep eating. And I prayed and prayed night after night. This went on for six to eight months every single night, sometimes a few times a night. And so I felt like a prisoner to myself. And I prayed and prayed and asked for divine intervention. 
And the truth is, I didn't even know what or who I was praying to other than something bigger than me to help me. And turns out, fast forward a few weeks later, my dead grandmother starts talking to me through my journaling. I was at a bookstore one day, and all of a sudden, she starts coming through with these beautiful words of hope and encouragement and love, telling me that she was here in response to my cries for help. And the backstory on this grandmother babe is that she took her own life when I was 10 years old. And so here we are 10 years later, she's coming to me. Well, needless to say, I was a little spooked, but the words, the energy coming through was very loving and positive. And so she knew I was doubting it. And she told me to, you know, stop journaling, to get on the phone and call my father, who at the time was still alive, and ask him certain things to prove it was her. And sure enough, there was information she gave about her suicide that only my father knew. And so he just, he didn't know what to say other than this is my mom. And if it feels, you know, helpful and loving, then I encourage you to keep working with her. So she gave me this self-help prescriptive program, um, which became the basis of my book, Spirited. And it was a mind-body-spirit way to approach my depression and to really go within and heal myself from the inside out and to find that own self-love and approval instead of finding it from external people or situations. And I did it. I did the work. And it was not pretty or fun. Um, It was a lot of um, commitment on my end every day to show up and journal and meditate and pray, do yoga, clean up my diet, um, be mindful of the people I was surrounding myself with. But I did it. And fast forward... About 18 months later, my grandmother said, look, if you do the work on healing you, you're going to be able to extend that love to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's when um, she predicted at the time um, my future husband's first name, which she called him Ryan. She kept saying something about a rose and his exact birthday would be 924. Well, this is back in 1999. This is before everyone's information is on Facebook or any social media. You couldn't find this information. Well, I end up, um, you know, healing myself. I'm doing great. And I always say man plans and God laughs. I was um, going to Chicago. Um, Again, I'm down at the University of Florida. I had the summer off. I was going to go to Chicago for an advertising internship. And that fell through on my drive back to my hometown of Omaha, Nebraska. Well, I end up in Omaha not wanting to be there all summer. Um, And that's when my mom introduced me to this man named Brian Rosen. And it was on that second date that I realized Ryan Rose, Brian Rosen. You drop the B, you drop the N, you get Ryan Rose. So I said, is your birthday September 24th? And sure enough, it was. (laughs) And so that was when I stopped doubting and started believing, truly, there is something bigger than us available to us to help us live our best life. And my grandmother's assignment to balance out her negative karma for regretting the choices she made in taking her life was to help me get it right. So I didn't end up going down that same dark road of depression that she did. And so that was the inspiration for the book. And from there, she came to me and said, we are complete. I'm so proud of you. Now go pay it forward. Help Mm -hmm. other people know they too have everything they need within themselves to connect with this energy, to connect with what I call team spirit, your angels, your spirit guides, your loved ones who have crossed over. And I was terrified, to be honest. I got my degree in advertising, and I was committed to getting that advertising job. But again, the universe, 
kept closing those doors. And what was flowing was people finding out, friends of friends, that I was doing this for fun and coming to me and asking me to try it out on them. And so I made a vow with God in the universe. And I said, if you want me to do this work, you bring it to me and I will gladly show up, but I am not going to go chase people down and, <laughs> and do this. And sure enough, um, that's when it started happening. I did readings out of a coffee shop for a few months. And then all of a sudden, I was living in outside of Detroit at the time. And a woman at the Detroit Jewish News came to me and said, look, I want to do a small article on you. Well, that small article turned into the front cover of a publication that, that went out to over 100,000 people. And that's what started my business back in 2000. And so it's needless to say, it's my mission. It's my soul's purpose. And I love, love, love that I get to pay it forward and empower people the same way that my spirits did for me. Well, we are on Empower Radio, and that's absolutely my intention as well. And I love so much of what you're saying, you know. My subtitles are from the inside out, manifesting love from the inside out, prosperity from the inside out, because I think it has to happen from the inside out. The other little God wink here is that my birthday, too, is on September 24th. Wow. <laughs> I love that. And you know, oh, oh that, goosebumps that is, the whole time I'm reading your books. So much that's of what really you powerful. About, I teach. And, and I love I it. wink, 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 wink. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, 924 has become, for me, every time I see it, it means trust. Oh, trust, really? Trust. Yes. So maybe you can look at that now as just to keep trusting your own intuitive knowing. Well, things have certainly been expanding. And I felt as I was reading your book, it gave me so much validation because I teach the same things you do and it. you just say them differently. And there's, I think anybody that wants to heal from the inside out needs your book. It well, really is so incredible. I the exercises that. And, and everything. Um, and something you talk about that I think is so vital, we need to clean up our stuff. We need to get in and we need to do the work. Um, you think it's important and helpful to reveal our damage, root issues, and then put them in the past. I think that that's like taking out the garbage so that we can have access to that intuition. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. You know, all of us um, come into this body, into this lifetime with lessons to learn and lessons to teach. And, you know, none of us are immune, including especially myself, to the challenges that life brings and the messiness. I like to say my life is messy and it's juicy, but it's meant to be. And that's what really develops our character and helps us to grow on a soul level. And so really, you know, we all have damage because we're all human beings, even though I truly believe we are spiritual beings first and foremost, having that human experience. Um, we have a mind, we have an ego, and that oftentimes is based in fear versus the soul that is based in love. So anyone who studies A Course in Miracles knows, you know, there's really only two, cho two choices in life, and that you're either coming from a place of fear or coming from love. And the goal of our soul is to get back to that place of all love and all light. And so... I think that um, we having this ego, you know, it gives us the opportunity to really see the contrast because when you know how you don't want to be and where you don't, um, what you don't want, you get very clear on the opposite, what you do want. Um, and so I think our goal is to A, just be aware, become aware of where our damage is. We all have different lessons. Um, when I do readings, what I find so often is that there's generally within like five categories. People are coming to me. It's either 
love or its career, its life purpose, its spirituality, um, you know, money issues, whatever their karmic lessons are, um, they need to really look at it, be real about it, um, stop resisting it, almost embrace it. And then that's when um, the aha comes. And that's when the shift, the transformation happens. And so it's really about just recognizing what your damage is and then being willing to surrender it, to look at it, to do the work, to heal it. And then once we're able to do that, well, let me back up for a second. I also know that we don't need to do this alone. And what so many of the dead people come through my reading saying that I think is such an important reminder is that if they would have only known when they were in a body that they had this amazing support system available to them while they were here on the other side, the best cheerleaders, life coaches, counselors, therapists, whatever you want to call it, available, that life would have been so much easier for them to navigate if they would have just surrendered and opened up to that divine guidance and asked for help. And I think so often we get so limited by that mind level where we shut down to that knowing on a soul level. And so the spirits always say the law of free will says they cannot interfere in our lives unless we invite them in and give them permission to help. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel strongly that it's a combination. It's a co-creative process where we invite in God and spirit and we pray for that divine intervention and help, but then we have to show up and do our part. And that's what the book really outlines doing the work on a, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual level to get yourself to meet spirit halfway to co-create that best life. I love everything you're saying, and I've received the same information through my meditations. We have to open the door. We have to initiate the relationship because we do live on a planet of free will and choice. But once we do, there is so much support. There is so much love. I, I see synchronicity. I get God winks. There's coincidence every day. And I know I'm not alone. And your book really does outline how we can walk through this process. It really does hold our hand. The exercises are so powerful. The meditations are so incredible. Um mm. I was doing them on the plane. My husband's like, are you asleep? I'm like, no, I'm doing some good inner work here. Back away. <laughs> There's I some really it. good stuff you, coming in. It was just amazing. You sound like so me. I, yes. just, I just think anybody that reads this is going to get some incredible value if, if they're open to it, if they want it. You exactly. know, we have, to, we have to want it. We have to be able to do our part. But you, your book right. really does support people in a, a very graceful, gentle, easy manner. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I believe that when you're ready for it, um, it shows up. When the student's yes. ready, the teacher appears. And anybody listening to this right now, there's a reason, right? There's a hundred other things they could probably be doing, but they happen to come across this interview or if they're at the bookstore and they find my book. You know, they found it for a reason. And so that's really then getting out of your own way, just surrendering and opening up to receive why the universe, why spirit brought you to this right now. And obviously, you know, there might be pieces in my my teachings that resonate and other pieces that don't. But I always say, just take what works, leave the rest. (laughs) Cherry pick, take what works for you and leave the rest. I feel like I'm talking to me. This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Law of attraction. I know. I just love it so much. And I got the same thing. Let your life be the living example. Yeah. And then, um, you know, take care of your garden and then you will attract those people that want to learn from you. So it really has been just be the living example and things will show up. So something else you talk about and write about that I think was, you know, so helpful. It's like, 
and I say it in this way, I think we incarnate for three reasons. One is to clean up our karma. The second mm-hmm. is to learn the lessons of love. And the third is to have a good time. But it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to have a good time if we haven't done those first two things. There's no question. Absolutely. You know, we come into a body, this is our earth school, and it's our opportunity to really experience um, life fully. You know, a lot of times people will say, well, if the spirits say it's so easy and wonderful and blissful on the other side, because when you cross over, you're in a place of pure joy and love, right? Well, why would you choose to come back into the heavy, dense, like harshness of this world? And it's no different than studying about Europe in a textbook versus wanting to like, you know, pack your bags and take that trip and have a firsthand experience of, of walking through the country. Um, you know, that's, that's the whole point is to have that experience. So what the spirits have taught me is exactly that. It's like, stop blaming bad luck, you know, for, you know, things that have gone wrong in your life. There's typically for um, what they've shared with me is that there's two reasons things happened. It's either the ego test, And I call this, you thought it, you got it, meaning the law of attraction, what you're putting out there, those, those mind thoughts and um, actions, you know, on a day-to-day basis that builds, that's an energy and it's the law of attraction. It's bringing back to you everything um, positive or negative that you're, you're putting out there, or it's a soul test. And that's where the karmic contract comes in. And that's where you know, on some level, when you're pre-birth planning before you incarnated, you, with, along with your team spirit, your guides on the other side, you set up certain lessons and certain situations that were inevitably going to unravel in this incarnation. But what you choose to do with them once you get there is completely up to you and your free will. But they will keep showing up until you master those lessons. And I always tell people that the spirits share that you pick up where you leave off when you cross over to the other side. So the goal here is to try and get it right while you're in a body so that you don't have to meet up with that on the other side and then have to do it all over again, whether you come back, you reincarnate, or you choose to work it out like my grandmother babe did, karmically speaking, to redeem herself from the other side. Yes. And that, I mean, it makes such perfect sense. At one point, I was really, really depressed and was fantasizing about suicide. And um, a lovely healer told me, you know, you can run, but you can't hide. You're going to take your stuff with you. So you might as well work it out here. That's sort of right. like Groundhog Day. I think you even write about that. That's right. You know, we're here to work things out. And we can be a victim of what's going on and think we're out of fact and we're alone. Or we can be empowered about it and go, okay, what's my soul trying to learn? How can I heal through this? How can I take responsibility for this? this? And I think that's what your book really helps people do. Yes. And what the, um, my guides have shared with me is anytime I'm sitting, you know, it's very tempting as a human being with that ego to go into victim, you know, role, but to really stop, to pause, to pray and yes. say, dear God, dear guides, help me change my mind about this. Help me see mm-hmm. this through God's eyes so that you gain that broader non-physical perspective of why this is happening and the great lessons that can come from it. Yes. Yes. And so (laughs) this is such an important subject in my life. And I suspect I know what your answer is going to be. How important is meditation in this process? I love that you asked because (laughs) if if anytime somebody says, what's the one thing I could do to get started? You know, this is all new to me. And Mm -hmm. I say it's meditation. And I want to start by saying, When I came into all of this 20 years ago, 
I had no idea what meditation was. And the bottom line is, it's simply being still, being present and breathing. It is that simple. Obviously, there's many kinds of advanced meditations, different types of ways to meditate. But it's really about, if you want to simplify it, is just getting present. Because our point of power is in the here and now. It's not in the past and it's not in the future. And what happens is our minds, they, it, it's just this pattern and we just fall into not being present by worrying about something that's about to happen in the future that usually never happens or obsessing or regretting, you know, things that already happened in the past. So if we can just bring ourselves back to right here, right now, breathe, that's the first step in quieting the mind to then make room for spirit and opening to download, to receive all that intuitive guidance, whether it's from your own intuition, your higher self, or from that team spirit that's wanting to communicate with you. And, and it's so true. It's like just giving the monkey mind a break because I think that's where fear is. If we can just relax that, we can, we can tap that still small voice within. We can hear and access that. So is that what you mean when you say tap the source? Yes. You know, this is really about we all have a God spark within us. You know, no one is more special or different than anyone else. We are coming, we come from the same place, we're returning to the same place. It's that light, it's that connection to source. And when we are able to go within and really connect to that, and remember that's who we are, not our body, not our identity, not our job title, we are a spiritual being. And if we can reconnect to that knowing that's where inner peace and freedom and all the guidance and clarity you'll ever need. That's where it resides. Love it. No, I, I totally agree. I think meditation helps us turn up our God spark. It increases our wattage. And the reason I started meditating was because I was really struggling with depression and none of the anti-anxiety pills or medications were helping. And I kept reading about it. So I just thought, okay, I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to sit here and breathe and uh, relax. And when I would do it, my life seemed to smooth out. And Isn't that amazing? I start to see the God wings. And it really does, for me, boil down to that. When I meditate, my life works. And when I don't, it doesn't. It is so simple and so true. And yet, I don't know why, myself included, I resist it so often. I'll make up excuses. Sometimes I'm too busy to meditate. But the difference is, when I take five minutes out of my morning, and I, take, I pray, invite Spirit in, and I ask for divine intervention, and I ask to be my highest and best self, and to show up with all love and kindness, and extend that to everyone I come into contact with, when I do that, my day is flowy. It just synchronistically falls into place. When I don't do it, I notice. And I think it's, um, I think for listeners, if they could just put it to the test, take one week and make a commitment and say, every day for five minutes in the morning, I'm going to try this and see how I call it flow nominal your life becomes, <laughs> right? And, and then try it not doing it for a few days. And truly, I, I feel disconnected. I feel alone and I, I feel kind of depressed when I don't yes. take the time. Me too. I have anxiety and depression if I don't do it. Yeah, you don't have mm-hmm. to take our word for it. Just try it. Try, try it. it. It's, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's, it really is incredible. So, Rebecca, we have about three minutes left here. And I really want to give people the opportunity to connect with you further and grab a copy of your book. How can they do that? You know, my website, RebeccaRosen.com, I have all of uh, my resources and tools and, you know, books and CDs available. Um, that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-O-S-E-N.com. 
And I created um, something I should mention here for anyone who's interested on in diving deeper into their own intuitive selves and just really don't, don't, they don't know where to get started. I created, um, it's called Rebecca's Inner Circle Membership Site. And I, w- I had a dream about this. And I do feel one of my missions in life is to be a teacher and to kind of walk my talk and show people how to do it. Um, and then, you know, pass on all of this wisdom that they've shared with me. And this, this inner circle gives people the tools and resources, everything from video blogs that I'm teaching, answering questions, um, all about intuition and meditation and everything we've talked about, um, to, you know, my, toolkit, all the tools I've used, and um, some of them outlined in my book, Spirited, um, that people can do to get started. Um, So it's just another resource if people are are kind of overwhelmed and want a good place to start. Yeah, because you don't have to do this work alone. We do have the wisdom within, but there are also light workers and teachers and helpers and healers available when we open our minds and hearts to that. That's right. There's a lot of amazing uh, teachers out there, and I feel like with this shift that's happened ever, you know, starting since 2012, um, but really there's been a massive shift just recently, back in September 2015, we're going from a three-dimension, you know, consciousness to fourth and fifth dimensional, and that's where spirit lies. And so more and more of us were awakening to our own intuitive power and abilities. And mm-hmm. I feel like myself included as a light worker, you as well, it's our responsibility to show people the possibility and then to hold their hand. And if, you know, if they're committed, again, they will be drawn to it. And, and here are some resources. I want to go higher. I know you do too. So let's That's hold it. hands and just uh, keep ascending with grace and ease. So to my listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I'm going to get Rebecca on for another show. I know you loved her as much as I did because how could you not? So uh, yeah, go into the podcast and, and listen next week and, and just keep hanging out with us. If you want to get a hold of me, TammyBPhD.com. Ask me a question. Download a guided meditation to align you with your personal source of power. And just know that I'm so honored to be doing this dance with you. God bless you. Love from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now.